Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. It's season 16, episode 4. We have all tonight's contestants, plus more, a special guest. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Hey, AfterBuzzers, it's Kim Davey here with So You Think You Can Dance, Season 16, Episode 4. And tonight we're going to be going through even more of those incredible auditions. Plus, we have a very special guest, and I don't know if you can see her yet, but <laughs> hopefully, drumroll please, cut to this beautiful woman over here. I did so- my own drumroll. <laughs> like it. We have smack in the house. It is thunder down under in the Afterbuzz set tonight. Uh, very excited to be talking with you, darling. Welcome. Hi. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. <laughs> Your accent versus mine tonight. I can't wait. Aussies and Kiwis. So good. <laughs> uh, so smack was obviously on the um, premiere episode, the episode one of season 16. And for those of you who don't remember, she was the best, basically. <laughs> Wow. I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> thank you. So, thank you so much for being here, darling. We're so excited to get into all the behind the scenes, the excitement, what really goes down so mm-hmm. that the fans at home can hear all about that. So if you are jumping online and watching us via YouTube, you can jump in the chat and we will have a good conversation if you have any questions for Smack a.k.a. Miss Sarah, um, <laughs> then we can definitely shout you out. So very excited for that. Uh, also coming up tonight, we're going to be looking through all the um, contestants and the auditionees from episode four. Then we're going to have a good, long, fabulous, funny, I imagine, interview with Smack herself. And then we're going to be doing a bit of news where we're going to talk about the actual reality of the audition process. So do not go anywhere. So um, Sarah Darling, you have been here in the United States of America. That was great. Don't know what state that was from. Uh, (laughs) Since, for the last six years, is that correct? Yeah, just over six years now. This has been my, basically my whole adult life. (laughs) Because you're 26. I am, yeah. Awesome. And we have been told that you actually haven't been pursuing dance as much as acting. Is this correct? Yes, in a way, because... When I first moved here, I was um, I just come off a show that was more acrobatic acting based, and I kind of didn't really know anything about Hollywood. I didn't know what I would have to offer. I didn't know what it would offer me. But it worked out that I've done more so acting and commercial based work rather than dance. But as much as possible, I try to merge them together. Amazing, amazing! I'm so excited to have a good chat very soon about all that. Me too. <laughs> Alrighty, so what we're going to start with is Smack and I have just watched uh, tonight's episode, and we are going to give you the lowdown on our thoughts about these contestants. So let's get straight into it, shall we? Let's do it. Let's do it. Awesome. So first and foremost, it was quite bizarre tonight. I noticed they had a contestant literally before the actual intro. We had yeah. um, Jalen Sands, who was 18, contemporary dancer, um, and she was, I thought, phenomenal, and she. She obviously got through really quickly as well. Yeah. Uh, great strength, flexibility, that back bend. I heard you say, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I felt the pain. Well, it would be painful for me. But, yeah, she killed it. Super unique. 
I think that's like that's the goal in contemporary these days. You want to be like kind of different because contemporary can look, or so many styles can look the same. So I think she did a really cool job at like bringing her own style to that. Yeah. And what I thought was funny is you were like, oh, but I understand that you did a video recently where you did such an intense back arch to the point where you knocked yourself out. Is this correct? (sighs) That is unfortunately correct. It was actually a little scary. I don't recommend it. Um, That's just something that I need to learn to control better. But I think, yeah, as a dancer, when you have flexibility, then, yeah, you kind of have to be mindful of like when to stop because sometimes it doesn't look too cute as well but she handled that well like she looked cute doing that (laughs) the realities of her totally Mm -hmm. so with that back bend though i mean it's all about the core isn't it so let's talk about the as a dancer the technique and the training that you really need to be successful so i mean what what from a nutshell what do you think she would have done in her training oh for sure some sort of classical training Mm -hmm. um if not classical, because I know some contemporary dancers go from more of a jazz side of it, but she had really solid technique. Her turnout, her feet, her lines, and then but also she was sharp. That's why I say she's probably had a lot of training in other styles as well because mm-hmm. she could hit really hard mm-hmm. and she was more intricate, which was really cool to have that versatility with it as like being a contemporary dancer mm-hmm. that's what i really liked about her yeah just saying <laughs> you can always tell can't you, you can always tell yeah. who's had the foundation and for example ballet and then who has done all the different styles it's yeah. very obvious but, but it can be good either way so it doesn't really make it like worse or less i mean you know if if someone <laughs> just having a few tech uh, difficulties here for a second <laughs> Okay, my phone was too loud. Sorry, darling. <laughs> no, I was saying, like, um, I, I think you can be so strong and so good at what you do, no matter what your training is. So, but, like, obviously, contemporary dancers, I think, usually have some sort of classical training up their sleeve. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Absolutely. Awesome. So she got a yes and is through. So do you remember her from the auditions? I do. So it's kind of funny because there's so much going on throughout the audition process and there's a lot of dancers and everyone kind of keeps to themselves because also it's very stressful. So you're like trying to go over your routine. Yeah. But I do remember seeing her and I, I think she actually lives in L.A. Oh, cool. I think. Yeah. But yeah, I, I definitely was like, damn, look actually, at those Actually, yes, feet. she does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> damn, look at those feet. I was like, look at those lines. The comparatonitis, like, oh, oh no. Is that scary? Like when you're sitting there, I know you've got a couple of days of auditions when you're watching them. Are you getting psyched? out or is it psyching you up how does that feel um I think it's different for everyone for me it actually really psyched me up I'm not sure if that's because I'm older and I just already know that I can't do something old age of 26 well everyone there (laughs) felt like 18 I swear everyone was 18 so I think I just not that I have better experience but I just kind of know what I can do and I'm like that's cool if we're not the same Mm -hmm. I don't have those you know, pirouettes up my sleeve. So, but I'm like, you own it. That's cool for you. So it didn't psych me out, but I was, it was really inspiring watching everyone do what they do. I think that was the coolest part for me. That's wicked. I think that you're right. It comes with age, doesn't it? When you are confident in who you are and know that you've got something a little bit different to add, which you know is better. Like you don't want to be like everyone else. You want to be able to stand out, right? Yeah. Which you definitely did. (laughs) Can't wait to get to it. Anyway, next up we had the 20s, Mr. (laughs) Colton and Trent Edwards. These guys were hilarious. I mean, that's just comedy gold right there. It is. Like, you and them <laughs> together we need a show. I'm down. Are you boys down? Let's do it. Let's have a podcast. <laughs> that would 
be brilliant. Really good. But anyway, so they had a musical theatre background, right? Mm -hmm. And apparently, apparently, that only been dancing for three years. Do we believe this? I mean, some people are just born with talent. So I think they were definitely... I mean, they had a little backstory where they showed that they were always performers, Mm -hmm. but maybe they didn't actually have proper dance training, like going to a dance class, learning how to do things until three years ago. And if that's the case, that is so cool. Kudos to them. They killed it. Amazing. (laughs) There's hope for my husband. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Three years. (laughs) Three years. Um, So anyway, so they were gold, comedy gold, Mm -hmm. like you said, talking about they were like the TSA pre-check, which for those of you who are not in America watching, TSA is when you get through the airport security really really fast scary and you don't have to take off your shoes or take out your laptop (laughs) it's amazing um so they're talking about how fast they've gone through the um you know the dancing world to get to where they are but they comedians they just when when they're talking about i liked this talking about the dance teachers and one of them was the smoker (laughs) in the back room This is so funny because I can relate. Like, my first dance teacher, what about your dance teachers? Yeah, yeah, I can relate. I I feel like they must have gone to the same studio as me, maybe. (laughs) I think that's the coolest thing. I mean, even if you're not a dancer, everyone has that kind of teacher person, Mm -hmm. you know, when they're a kid. So I think that was kind of funny that they... What I love about them, though, I mean, obviously they're twins and they literally are the same person, but not. But their chemistry... And yeah. their confidence in that. They were so comfortable with each other. And I think yeah. that was that's the best way to be. Yeah. And it's really cool that they got to do that together. And they nailed it. I mean, they totally. literally nailed it. Dancing and personality-wise, clean. Yeah, very good for TV. <laughs> very clean. Very good for Speaking TV. Speaking of clean, at the start, when they opened, it literally looked like they were going to actually be one person for their whole number. I think number. they were. I think they merged into one person for yeah. an eight count. And then two of them appeared. <laughs> It was stunning, wasn't it? And the synchronicity throughout and just the partnering, it was it yeah. was amazing. Their choreography was super different. And yeah. I like for some of these auditions I haven't seen them before. So my first time seeing these routines on mm-hmm. the TV and I was blown away by the choreography. I thought that was awesome. I think it was yeah, I, I had no idea what to expect and they they knocked my socks off. I was like, that was really cool and different. Yeah. Yeah. And Lorianne loved it as well. And yeah. he was so, I think it was they Trent. Love that. Was so <laughs> stoked. Can you imagine? I'll use you. Perfect. <laughs> um, but just, I mean, for the TV value, I know a lot of people have recently been talking about how this particular season seems to be predominantly talking about backstories. So it's good when it's a good backstory, but when it's like pushing the boundaries of a backstory, I don't know. These guys, it was cool. It was just literally, we danced, we've done musical theatre, it was just like a standard, we've been dancing for three years, awesome. But, and and your backstory, which was chocolate and... Well, yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, I actually think it's best when it's kept like smaller and not pushing the boundaries of, you know, I love my sister or um, I had someone put in the comments from last week. Um, again, jump in the comments if you are interested uh, to join us on this chat, but um, talked about the person who had, who was born premature and it's like, that was like 16 years ago. Why are you pulling it to make it work now? It would have been 18 years ago at least, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, yeah good point. Good point. <laughs> Thanks for picking up that little uh, <laughs> that little technical error there. Awesome. Okay, so they were amazing. They went through both mm. of them. Yeah. What do we think we're going to see there? From oh my those god, two? just so much fun. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, the thing is, is like, even though I was there with them, it's really like, it's hard to really watch everyone. Yeah. So I'm super excited to see what they bring on the TV. Because then, I mean, obviously you're going to see them dance separately now. So that's going to be yeah. cool. Because, I mean, they're amazing together, but also individually they have their own thing. Yeah. It's always hard with the twins, though, in this kind of a competitive environment, though, isn't it? Because I remember, yeah. <laughs> I remember growing up with, well, my brother and sister are twins. Wow. Yeah, but cool. my, um, and my sister's a professional dancer in China at the moment, actually. Um, but wow. with twins, I remember having um, two girls who were in my year, and it was just so difficult because they were both good, but if one excelled at something or one got through, it was always really awkward, like, sorry, because you're exactly the same, but not, but, ugh. So wow, I definitely can't relate. But is this the first twin audition for So You Think? I was trying to think of that. I, yeah, I can't, I can't think of anyone else. Oh, yeah. um, what was it? World of Dance. No, they're two hip-hop girls. That, I can't, I've done too many after shows. Someone fact check, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're in the chat, let us know. Because I know there's a lot of sibling auditions, a lot of duos, but I'm like, I can't think of another twin. Well, I mean, I thought they were super standouts for you know twin auditions but yeah i wonder what kind of beef they have behind the scenes of like i'm better at this but i think yeah. like i think nigel commented saying that they they um uh, oh just blow out of my voice um, <laughs> they really complimented each other they had i think the choreography was really smart in that way mm-hmm. so they had a lot of unison but they really shined individually and it wasn't like you know i think choreography is a huge like it's it can make it or break it. Mm-hmm. And I think that they really did that well, where it wasn't mm-hmm. just like, okay, you're solo and now my solo. I mm-hmm. think that was really smart how they mm-hmm. did that. Mm-hmm. Both shined really well. Mm-hmm. Choreography being key and also music choice, which we saw later yes, on tonight. Which is, it's, that's the scary, that was really scary for me because you that's something you have to do on your own. You mm-hmm. bring your own choreography or if you have someone else helping you, it's still your like presenting it by yourself mm-hmm. and your own song choice mm-hmm. and sometimes that can be what kicks you out and that is terrifying because I'm like what if my song choice is not a good one today what if they're not feeling that sequence I just did because yeah. even if you execute it well sometimes it's the vibe that can ruin it so that's scary yeah there's so <laughs> many factors isn't there yeah. because there's also what you wear like it's a whole package, whole package. some people don't have any help with that as well like I felt really alone in that kind of situation mm-hmm. but it, it, you just have to go for it. You're like, this is me. This is what I'm choosing to do for this audition, and hopefully it all works. Awesome. <laughs> well, it did in your case, Missy. Lucky. Speaking of things <laughs> that work, um, guys, we just want to, before we move on to the next auditionee, we just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who tunes in to us um, here at AfterBuzz TV, um, and thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk. For us to continue to grow, though, and have fabulous guests like Miss Smack, um, we could use your help. So make sure you, describe, you subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, uh, give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Yes. would be amazing. Five stars, five stars. <laughs> um, leave us a comment as well, and we will shout you out um, on the show, in the next show. But being part of AfterBuzz TV has meant so much to me because it has allowed me to be here in America. Yeah, Like Miss Smack. <laughs> uh, doing what we love, which is being show ponies, being out there for the world. Getting attention. Getting <laughs> <laughs> what we're really here for <laughs> i love it so thank you so much for supporting us and doing what we love it's so true isn't it well in a way but i mean yeah, fine line of being humble and just who knows what the other version is but oh, I love it's it. fun <laughs> and us aussies and kiwis we have a slightly different sense of humor as well i think so if you haven't been to australia mm. or new zealand please come down and visit yeah not we us won't, but we won't countries. be there but go visit <laughs> we're everyone here because this is amazing <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. All right. America. Cool. America. Um, moving on. So number three contestant tonight was Brian Volazane, and he has been on the show before, and he's part of the Jabberwockies from yeah. the Las Vegas show. So we've got some serious robotics stuff going on. Clocks. Very, very serious. So what was your take on his performance tonight? Loved it. Clocks. I'm a huge fan. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I honestly didn't know of him before because a lot of dancers are in the same community. We yeah. kind of know some people. Um, I'm obviously a huge fan of Jabberwockies. Mm-hmm. So once I met him, I was like, oh, well, obviously he's the best at what he's doing. And he was. He yeah, blew me away. Blew the judges away too. Yeah. That one move when he's um, got his hands behind him and his, all I can see is his yellow pants. Yeah. Holding himself up so straight. Yeah, can you do it? Can you show us what that was? I've forgotten. Um, I'm kidding. No, but I'm sure you can. No um, way. Yeah, but he, just the strength. Yes, yeah, so guys. much control. Yeah, abs. Actually, talking of abs, I'd, I'd like to see yours. I'm sure you've right got... Right now? No. I'm wearing a jumpsuit. <laughs> <laughs> but just the control. I mean, I just admire dancers so mm-hmm. much. There is so much in your physicality that you have to keep toned and tight and strong and consistent over and over. 24-7. 24-7. Um, and it's it's not easy because there's In-N-Out Burger down the road and yep. it's delicious. And what is a girl to do? So how do you as a dancer or the dancers in your community really, really keep in shape? I mean, is it purely uh, classes or what goes on? I, I mean, <laughs> I feel like I'm cheating the system right now. Because um, I, I, uh, I dance, but I, I don't feel like I'm as physical as everyone else who dances, and I don't know why, but for some reason I've got my mum to thank for these genes. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, I, I guess I'm physical every day without deliberately being like, I'm going to work out, because that terrifies me. The idea of going to a gym is just feels like such a chore. I'm very lazy. I'm like a lazy hard worker. <laughs> so I kind that? of, I don't know, that's me. But I, I try to find different ways, and I think dance is an easy way for me to enjoy being physical. Otherwise, I just like to sit down and eat, eat chocolate. chocolate. <laughs> yeah, but I think, I mean, as a dancer, you've got to do class. Otherwise, what, that's like any job. It's like you can't just be that professional and not do it. Yeah. So dance classes are probably where we're all at. Absolutely. <laughs> you can find dancers in dance class. Usually. Let's <laughs> tweet that out. Wow. Shocking. Um, but it's also not just about your classes for the physicality. It's also for the networking, who's the latest choreographer, yeah. who's in whose class, meeting people, et cetera. Especially right? in this day and age. And it, I think it differs from each city, but L.A. is very much where a lot of the work mm-hmm. comes from. So you really have to hustle. You have to play the game. And mm-hmm. it's different for everyone. There's different like sectors and like different communities within the dance community. But you find your niche and you just kind of, you know, you work your own self you in your it. own way. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. So Brian um, was a big yes. Dom loved him. Mm-hmm. Lorianne thought his timing was phenomenal, which it was. Clock's timing was great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> da, 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 da. I just, and it just, I just find it baffling how the mind, I mean, it's obviously a muscle that you use over and over again, but just to get those, like, it's like doing the, uh, and I think cause it looks so effortless yeah. and in a way, I think cause Dom, mentioned the word limited and as a dancer doing that style we understand what that means Mm. but maybe to the public that's like a bit confusing but limited in the sense that his movements are so small but he is using every muscle and every energy whatever that means he's using all his energy in his body just to do that like tiny movement that I obviously can't do very well but it's it just looks so effortless effortless to the public that it's like what's he doing but oh my gosh he's doing the most like the biggest workout you can imagine yeah. that's like so much strength it's the mark of it like a literally a genius in that discipline yeah. isn't it someone who makes it look so seamless yet 
the rest of us understand yeah. what is going on. And creating that. new concepts in that style mm. too is like, that's the beauty of it, is like trying to think of a new way to move your body in a small movement. It's yeah. like, that's pretty, that's genius. That's right. an art there, like trying to think of a different way of doing something that other people do. Yeah. That's hard. Phenomenal. Amazing. Um, and then moving on, someone who wasn't as amazing. And like you said to me, you noticed that Mr. Antonio Frias, who's doing the salsa from the Dominican Republic, we always like, you said that you were interested to see how they portrayed him on this episode because obviously he was put through for the purpose of showing someone who wasn't so good. He's the one that came out with a solo, a salsa solo, which is super difficult without a partner. That's, I, I, that's hard. That's Why would so you do hard. that to yourself? I don't know, but kudos yeah. to him for doing I, so. I mean, I, I don't know everything, but I, I think that it, maybe his partner couldn't make it. I think there was something there mm. that it was uh, he actually had no choice but it's so cool that nigel or all the judges like brought someone up from the audience destiny because you really did see him just go whoop just went right up with his energy and his vibe and performance i was like that's so cool that he just got to at least show that because yeah that was fun i had so much fun watching that and the reason i was curious is because i didn't get to see his audition but i knew him obviously because we were we all like met each other and he was one of the first dancers I met. And so I was like, wow, I, I knew he was doing salsa by himself. And I was like, I wish I got to see his audition in person, Mm -hmm. but I'm so glad that it was on TV because then I got to see it. And it, it was, it was really nice that he got to have that chance to do it twice, I guess. That's pretty cool. Yeah, totally. And then like you said, he was so much happier and it did like kind of redeem the first one. Yeah. Yay. And that's, I really appreciate that about this season is they're not there to knock anyone. I really feel, I really feel it's way more positive, which is awesome. It's It's super positive. And it felt like that when we were there as well. It didn't feel like they're out to get us. Like, you know, because sometimes TV can be a little harsh, like reality reality TV. Mm -hmm. But it was very, it was an encouraging environment. Stressful. But, you know, they want to see us dance our best. They don't want to sabotage anyone. So Well, they want quality programming, don't they? They do. So. They want us to dance best. Yes. <laughs> our best. And then we had um, Sydney Burtis, who was the green, I've got to say, the green tapper, literally. Oh. Those yeah. tap shoes were cool color. What a good idea. Paint your shoes, guys. Yeah, man. Anything <laughs> to stand out. Yeah. So she was originally from Florida, but now living in New York, mm-hmm. going to a Pace Dance um, University for dance. Again, her backstory about the mild autism, interesting. Did it need to be there? I don't know. She just stood out. What yeah. a phenomenal uh, footwork. Just it was insane. so crisp. so And continuous, and I've never seen so many fast steps at once, and I've seen yeah. a lot of tap. <laughs> so that was amazing. Yeah, that was pretty clean. That yeah. was really cool to see that. And I also really felt that she really did give us a story behind mm. it because tap oftentimes is quite hard to do that. But she was so emotional. And at one point I thought she was going to burst into tears, right? I almost did, yeah. Yeah, I felt <laughs> it. Um, the upper body was a little too all over the place for me at times. I'd like her to kind of bring that in. But the fate. Yeah. We liked it. Yeah. I mean, and the judges liked it too. I, I just think it was for a tap performance like I mean I I tap but just not like that that was levels levels above what I could do <laughs> shuffleboard change yeah I'm like yeah I could do a like slow su- shuffleboard change but hers is the one that Nigel was commenting on the music which is like yeah. oh that's a shame because and I'm glad he acknowledged that her actual routine and performance was like a plus mm-hmm. but yeah sometimes the music mm-hmm. can be the reason someone doesn't get through or doesn't get the best response and I'm like that's such a shame because obviously she killed it but yeah I I mean I think it was I I liked it I liked that it wasn't 
you know, a, a cheesy tap number, which is yeah. pretty, um, I guess, typical in a way. Mm-hmm. But I, I think she really de- delivered a cool tap routine. Real cool. Yeah. And just back to the music you were talking about, um, imagine if, if in this situation, if she didn't actually choose it, maybe it was a teacher that gave it to her. Exactly, you and don't know. And the teacher's like... Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. It's just, oh, it's too much involved. It's yeah. very stressful, like you said. Yep. <laughs> um, so, and Dom said you won us as soon as you started dancing. Yeah, she's because, a sweetheart yeah. and it just shows. Yeah. Gorge. Oh, well, she's definitely one to watch because the connection was definitely there. I really yep. enjoyed her. Um, and then we had the couple. The last two were the couple. So we had um, Jared and Madison. And Jared was the hot, hunky, (laughs) down, looked like an Australian construction worker. He did look Australian. Didn't he? With the tats. That's why I was like, do I know him? Yeah. I don't. Well, I do now. But... (laughs) And he's like the stubby, he's going to have a beer, but then he can whack out a amazing contemporary oh, number. I, I was surprised. I didn't see his audition while we were there. Um, all I knew about him is that I have a vintage car and he was really interested in it. And then once I saw his, um, his interview, how he likes cars, I'm like, well, there you go. Ah, so I'm like, I really like that about him. And what a way to surprise people. Those leaps and like the, it was really sharp, but mm. so graceful at the same time. Loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Loved it. Loved it. Loved him. Yep. Because um, Laurieann was obviously slightly besotted, and then that was a bit awkward yeah. with her, you know, girlfriend coming out. But um, it was just so nice to see. I don't think I've e- – I don't know any construction guy, and I mean, I know a lot in Aussie and New Zealand particularly, yeah. who – can dance not that graceful oh my gosh not at, at all yeah yeah not <laughs> so, at all so that's brilliant they yeah. just stand there with the beers you know just chilling um and so, I, I loved that he was just in jeans and like yes. a singlet a wife yes. beater i'm like yeah be yourself I, yeah do they call that over here <laughs> isn't that what it's called oh we do down under for sure wife beater oh okay that's yeah probably well not. just top top shirt <laughs> Um, that's so, yeah, I just loved him. Yeah, shocking. It surprised us. Yeah. That's what's so great about this season already. There's just, there's actually, after 16 seasons, they're still able to bring out new stuff. Yeah. Like yourself, like the (laughs) twins, like a construction worker. It's really cool that there's still more and more talent out there that we haven't seen. It's yeah. phenomenal. That's the hardest part. It is. Trying to be something new. Yeah. This, I mean... When you think of any idea, it kind of already exists somewhere. So yeah. sometimes it comes just down to the execution of like, because all I did was some seventies style dancing and some you know sneezing on stage, but <laughs> some tap tap somehow it did it sort of differently. <laughs> but it was brilliant. It was so good. Um, and we'll get to that in two seconds. We just had Madison as the last one, his twenty-one year old girlfriend who had had um, a hair loss condition when she was younger. Poor thing, and it really did. I mean, here's a story working on me. Um, it really did pull my heartstrings when she said she was not only going through, can you imagine, like, mm. losing your hair as a young girl at school? I mean, that's traumatic. But then actually people picking on you for that when you've got no control. Oh, people are crazy. They are. And I think especially, like, she obviously grew up dancing. Mm-hmm. And when you do anything in the arts performance base, people kind of expect you to be a certain image. I think, mm-hmm. like, you know, when you, on stage it should be all glammed up. So I'm sure that was, like, even harder for her to kind of be like, well, maybe that's not what she can do or what she is. Yeah. So 
But, I mean, she obviously fought back strong. Look at her now. She did. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> and what I think is also interesting, I don't know how you felt about when you were at your dance studio when you were younger, but at least, like, I felt that dance studios is a way where you are more accepted as yourself, like in the theatre and stuff. So versus school, where it can be whatever, but then you go to dance or the creative arts and everyone just accepts you for who you are. So that was probably definitely her outlet in more yeah. ways than one. Eh? Yeah, where she felt family. Like, yeah. just felt accepted and, yeah. Yeah. So good. Um, and she was stunning. Contemporary. Yeah. And Mary said, memorable. Yeah, honestly, I think her choreography was definitely smart in that way too because everyone can do – I mean, not everyone, generalizing that. A lot of dancers who do contemporary who are just stunning – do have similar um, steps that they go to, like, you know, a leg up in the air. Why do I sound like I've never danced in my life? A leg, a thing. But the way to, that she delivered it was slightly different, and it was memorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I and I just love the whole package. I really loved yeah. her outfit, the colors, etc. Yeah. And then she just has so much control and flexibility. It was beautiful. I think beautiful. everything that she delivered was really flattering. Yeah. Yeah. What didn't work as well, which was a little shame because I wanted it to, to be stunning, was their duo together there at the end I thought that would have been it really looked like oh no and you could see they were cracking up like oh no I think but that was also nice that you could see they weren't they weren't stressed out about that that was more of like it was kind of nice to watch that they were just having fun rather than like we've got to do our best moves together right now because they already had made it through hadn't they so it was more of a celebration yes (laughs) A celebration of yeah. the two of them together. Well, neat. will be great to see where they end up. And again, yeah. always fun and exciting and scary when it's a partnership because when are they going to get pulled apart? Who's going to go on? How's it going to work? Yeah. But we'll they, I mean, I, I did meet them and, I mean, obviously. <laughs> but, yeah, they're, they're a really cute couple and just yeah. really supportive of each other. I yeah. think it was really nice to see that. And they've only been together like seven months or something. I know. I didn't know that. Yeah. I only just saw that on the TV now. Yeah. I thought they'd been together super long term. I know. They look pretty close. Yeah, good for you. Cute story. <laughs> totally good for them. All right. Well, speaking of super close, I have been super close to my screen today watching <laughs> over and over and over and over and over again because it cracks me up every single time your audition. So, Mr. <laughs> Jonathan in the booth. Can we please? Oh, here we go already. Oh my gosh. This is Smack's audition in episode one. Um, and we're not able to play the sound, so you can commentate on what I'd love to know what you're thinking as we oh, play this. Yeah, oh gosh. So when Jonathan brings it up, um, if you can just give us a little commentation. I have so much to say, I don't know what to say first. Um, first of all, that move, I did not plan that. Like literally the first move, I thought I was gonna do something different. This happens to me when I'm on stage. Even if it's really, really rehearsed. <laughs> oh, gosh. I um, sometimes just in the moment do different things like that. Didn't know that was coming. <laughs> For real. Um, but I'm very lucky and fortunate that it kind of all worked That's out. A good split leap. <laughs> that was not the best split leap I could have delivered, but it got up there. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, this. So what's interesting, and we'll probably talk about this in a second, but like the whole process leading up to this like everyone has obviously choreographed or uh, worked on their own routine and it's kind of we the, the sneeze. Oh, sorry gosh. interrupting bless Amazing. you bless you <laughs> long story short what i was saying is a lot of what i'd planned and what what you're seeing now i actually worked on at about midnight the night before in my lounge room <laughs> oh my goodness the realities of it all huh? i had the chunk of it like already prepped but i had some new ideas very last minute as that usually happens and i thought i'm just going to do it and I did. <laughs> I love that bit. What was the thinking behind when you're like bending over and then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, and yeah, where does that 
that inspiration come from? Where, that was very it? real. So I was <laughs> the night before was when I I was showing my boyfriend what my plan was. He had no idea what I was going to do, and I'm like, I'm thinking of doing this dance to this song, and um, I just get tired really easily, and I did that, and then. <laughs> just started i mean this is usually our this is our relationship he's obviously he's a dancer as well but we never dance seriously together that's the kind of dancing we do where we're just like a fall over and then like i don't know what that is but i did that and he's like yeah why don't why don't you just do that and so i did it's so good (laughs) but we have to wait for my absolute favorite part that i lose it What I love about that so much is that is the typical quintessential um, I can't be bothered move in class. You know when you're in class when you're like 10, 11, 12 and you're like, yeah, can't be bothered today. And you have brought that to the world stage (laughs) of a professional dance show. That's something that like, I know this is public national TV, but I'm like, this is for the dancers. I want want them to get a kick out of it because I get a kick out of it. And I'm like, why not do a little... A little inside joke, and if anyone else understands, good for them. But yeah, <laughs> it was brilliant. And I think like all the comments I noticed on your YouTube channel were all just admiring exactly that. Like all dancers who can resonate and are like, "Thank you for putting something up that really talks to us because we get you." And honestly, I just I can see myself in dance class on a day when I'm not in the mood, and you know, prepare and. Yep, I know that's supposed to go there, but... Oh it's my. all in the preparation. It's all in the preparation. I literally was like, <laughs> not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too good. It's so good. So, darling, just really quickly, can we just um, have a little bit more into your background and your insight? So, tell us, you grew up in Australia, in mm-hmm. Brisbane, Australia, and when did you start dancing? Give I, us the yeah. timeline. I mean, if you want my sob story right now, here we go. I did not talk very much when I was a toddler. I was super shy, even afraid of my parents. Um, not even exaggerating. I was actually scared. I remember like my mum would come home from work and I'd see her car and I would hide. I was so, I was really scared of interaction. Um, so when I was five, my mum put me in dance classes and I hated it. But, uh, according to her, we made a deal. She's like, stay for six weeks. Cause I guess she paid for it. And then by the end of the six weeks, I was doing my first little local performance. Yeah. And then I stayed in class. Oh, my gosh. Um, but, yeah, I started with jazz. No, tap, actually, was my first style, and then jazz. And then I started doing local competitions when I was, like, seven or eight, which my first ever competition solo song was, to Boogie, was Wonderland. Boogie Wonderland, which is why I did it for this show. Amazing. <laughs> Close to my heart. So good. And so then you danced till what age? You said 14? Yeah, I was doing um, studio training mm-hmm. in uh, at Wild Child Studios in Brisbane until mm-hmm. I was about 14, and then I went to a high school that focused more on theatre and um, visual arts. Didn't have any dance at all. So I kind of left dance behind <gasps> in a way. Not really. Not fully, but kind of. I left the training behind and moved on to um, more like comedic theatre, which is still a huge passion of mine. Could never have guessed. Yeah, me either. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I just moved on to different areas because that's kind of something I've always struggled with is like, I don't know which one to focus on. Sometimes I focus on none. <laughs> but I, I do love... Shiny objects. All, yeah, I'm like, ah! I love um, many different avenues in the arts. And so I when I was a teenager, I was just lucky to have the opportunity to study a mm-hmm. bunch of that. And I did. So mm-hmm. I took it up. Um, what was the question? <laughs> that was that was pretty much it. You were, I was just getting your background timeline. There and so how did you end up here in America? Yeah. Cool story. 
actually cool if I can say that about myself. Um, I was at university studying art, doing like photography and editing stuff. And I got my first professional audition ever. I actually booked the job and it was for um, a DreamWorks production called How to Train Your Dragon. And I was playing the role of Astrid, who was like this feisty girl. Obviously, if you've seen the movie, she's the only girl in it, but she's super cool. And so I was just so lucky. Oh my gosh. I think I was 17 or 18 and I landed this role that was a world tour contract. So I traveled a bunch of countries and it took me to America. I I traveled all over America performing this. And then my contract ended in Anaheim, Los Angeles or California. And on the last performance, an agent saw me and they just said, we'll sign you. We'll sponsor you if you want to move to America. So the next morning, I moved to America. Hello, I just cancelled my flight home. I was like, yeah, might as well. It was perfect timing. Gosh. On the last show. Like, this yeah. was your last opportunity. I was meant to fly home, I think, two days after that or a wow. couple of days after. And I thought, you know, this is the best timing because to be in America as a performer, you need a sponsorship. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, that's kind of the hardest part. And I just got offered it. I have to take it up now. And I don't have commitments anywhere else. Why not now? So I did. So amazing. And speaking of timing, we are now out of time and I could talk to you for like another five days. I'm not kidding. But so can you tell everyone where they can find you? Post yes. this interview. Los Angeles. I'm kidding. Online. Um, on Instagram. I love Instagram. At smack.macrina. And uh, Twitter and Facebook, it's all Smack Macrina. <laughs> smack Macrina. So check it and out. And YouTube. I forgot about that one. Which yes. is also Smack Macrina. Amazing. <laughs> and the other thing is as well, everybody, um, you can find me at Kim Davy Live on all my social media. Just really quickly before we leave, predictions for the future of the show. I can't wait to see you at Academy. <laughs> yes, same. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I'm nervous to see what goes on TV. You just never know. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm so exciting. We'll see what well, happens. All of this, Hannah, <laughs> you have been my favorite from the beginning in the last few months and the months episodes you. you rock love you lots all right after buzzers thanks so much for joining in we will see you next time bye everyone bye <laughs> our founder kevin undergaro and me maria menounos would like to thank you for tuning in to after buzz tv remember we're not just the first we're the biggest in the world and we're the only destination for all your favorite tv shows whatever you crave we've got it so go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.